Broadcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. Welcome back to the Gen Extra Podcast. Yep, yep, yep. Here we are. Here we are again. Consistency. Consistency. Yes, yes. Every Monday morning for all of you faithful listeners. We bring you stuff that you've never heard of. (laughs) Or Or don't care to hear about. Right, or don't care. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, if you're you're new to the show, if this is your first time uh, checking us out, welcome. And hit that like and subscribe button. I think that's what you're supposed to do. Or follow. Yeah, I think so. You're, you're supposed to say something like, beat the crap out of that like button or something like that. Yeah. People are like, pound that like button. Well, don't keep hitting it because then you'll like, unlike, like, unlike, like, just hit it once. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, just, just hit point. it we once. Should be, we should be very <laughs> specific about that. Yeah. So I had uh, I had Abby on our show, well, which would have been yesterday, you know, when we're recording this, but. Uh, yeah, you were supposed to be on that show, Joe, but you had a, you had like a work emergency and you couldn't make it. Yeah. It it was like, it was one of, you know, I actually have a job that pays me. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, when business calls the, you know, you know, I have to answer, uh, especially in the position that I'm in. So yeah, uh, no, I get it. We, we pulled it off though. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. Uh, We're back. That was actually going to be our episode for the week. It was. Yeah. Uh, but we're like, man, like. We still need a. We need to put out a, a Dave and Joe show for Monday, so we're still doing one. Well, I tell you what, though, the, the the little break between yesterday and today, though, has allowed us to ramp up the quality. I would say, one thousand percent. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. this is just going to be this. This show's just going to be mind blowing today. Yeah, actually, to start us off, uh, Joe, I have a quick update on. Do you remember a few episodes? I guess it was more than a few. Probably about ten or fifteen, twenty episodes ago. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I talked about this uh, this lady who worked at Sheets who was like really bizarre, and she had this catchphrase. Um, where, oh, yeah, yeah. She kind of said something like twice or something, I think. Yeah, it was when, when you checked out, she'd be like, have a wonderful good afternoon. And <laughs> I was curious if, I'm like, because we talked about it, I'm like, is she like this outside of Sheets, or is this just her Sheets persona? Right. Well... I happened to be at a local grocery store. Okay. And I was checking out and I heard this I heard this voice behind me. She was she was projecting through the entire store. She's talking to her cashier. And I'm oh, like geez. I'm like, "Man, this this woman is loud." Uh, <laughs> and literally like I grab my bags, I throw them in the cart, and I'm walking through the exit doors and just as I'm leaving, I hear have a wonderful good afternoon. I'm like, oh no, oh no. I'm no, like, it, it's, so it's her. <laughs> and oh. yes, she does it outside of work as well. So she. So that's that's her thing. That's her thing. That's her thing. That's not even like a sheets her thing. That's just her thing. Yeah. So she, uh, I still believe that she has adopted this by working like in a convenience store, but now it's just part of her being her personality. And she takes it. She takes it with her everywhere. She does. So I am convinced that, like, no matter where she's at, even even at home, she is that same like super, uh, uh, like projecting her voice and 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 catchphrases. Oh, I feel bad. I mean, I'm sure she's a super nice lady, but that would be. But anyone so, who so wishes annoying. you 
a wonderful good afternoon, right? Is that the order? Yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, they have to be like really nice, not just like regular nice, really nice. Cause not only are you getting a wonderful afternoon, but you're getting a good afternoon after the wonderful afternoon. It's just an odd catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. So I've tried to figure it out. I've tried to parse it. I still don't have it. I don't know. It's just goofy. Uh, so yeah, that's my, uh, that's my sheets lady update. Uh, the, and I guess, that's, uh, that's the, the show. Yep. Uh, good seeing you guys. <laughs> All right, so I guess a quick layout of our show. Um, yeah. I, I have one notable news here that we're going to do here in a second. Okay. Uh, and we are also going to do the, oh, you you found, I'm sorry, you found yep. some dollar store finds again. Yes, we're I'm, doing found at the dollar store, the sequel. Yeah, I'm excited to see what you come up with this time. Uh, and what was the other thing we're doing? Uh, oh, roller coaster. I've got a little bit on roller coasters uh -huh. to add to the mix this week. And uh, assuming we have enough time, we have uh, a weird news story each to tell. So for my notable news story, uh, this one, again, always like I find these in my like my news feeds and they're always something photography related. So I apologize if you don't find these interesting if you're listening, but this one is uh, is pretty funny for me not funny uh but weird actually so this is like notable weird news for yeah i just i mean it wasn't i don't know i guess i could have put it in weird news but uh, i just want to talk about it right away i i would yeah just shoot now let's go yeah so the title of the headline here is a uh, wedding photographer praised for canceling on bride the night before her wedding and of course that caught my attention as a wedding photographer uh, says uh, an Arkansas wedding photographer is asking TikTok users for their opinions on, on a argument she had with a client who she canceled on the last minute. So what happened was uh, she she was hired for a four-hour wedding coverage on a Saturday. Okay. And like the, the bride had reached out to her, which is this is all very typical stuff. She reached out to her. She was open. She hired her. She put down a deposit. She signed a contract. And that was it. She was she was scheduled to do her wedding. Sounds great, right? Well, yeah, about, sounds pretty normal so far. About a month before the wedding, uh, the bride still hadn't filled out a questionnaire, a couple of them, with important details such as where's the wedding at and what time okay. and what time does it start. So, so the photographer at this a month out still doesn't know the details. She just right. knows she's doing it, but she doesn't know the details. Yeah. So she okay. sends uh, sends her an email reminder. You know, hey, please, please fill these out. Uh, you know, just need to need the information before the wedding. And all, next thing you know, it's like it's like a week before, and oh, she still hasn't gotten it. And so she okay. she calls her a couple times with no answer. Uh, sends her text messages. She even sent her a like ten dollar uh, Starbucks like virtual gift card. And says like, hey, like I know, I know it's like crunch time. But you're, you know, you're getting pretty close to the wedding, uh, or getting pretty close to the wedding. And like, have a coffee on me, please. Sit down, you know, for 15 minutes and and fill these. Uh, oh fill wow! These so she did everything to get her attention. Yeah, fill these questionnaires out. And like the the day before the wedding, she still has not received anything. And she tried again, calling, texting, with no response. So finally, well, this is just getting bizarre. Yeah. So for her as the photographer, I mean, I, I get both sides of this, but as a photographer, you're like preparing the night before, like, like the day before a wedding that I do, like it's all prep. Uh, you know, you're going through all your gear, batteries, uh, cards, lenses, make sure everything's clean, right, good right. in working order. And then to not know 
where you're going. I just don't understand. I how does that work? Or what time? I, yeah. So like she said, it was like nine o'clock at night. And finally, she's like, you know what? Like I, I can't do this. Like like I don't know what time I need to be up. I don't know where I'm going. So she emailed her back and she said, uh, uh, "said your contract has been voided and I'm refunding you your deposit." Like I I don't know where your wedding's at and well, I can't just wait around all night. Well, I don't see how she couldn't have, right? Like, yeah. How do you avoid doing that if you literally don't know where to go? Yeah. So the bride then responded, uh, like, the, I think it was like the next morning and was like, you know, this was like super unprofessional. You know, I can't believe you canceled on my wedding like the night before. Uh, so I guess the, like social media was was coming to bat for the photographer saying, you know, like, you know, she was in the right. You know, some people are like, you shouldn't have given her a deposit back. I would have also given her a deposit back at that point. I think, right, yeah, if you're just literally not going to show up because you're canceling. I've never been put in that kind of a situation, so I'm not exactly sure how I would handle it. It would be really hard if you're not able to communicate with them and get a response. I yeah. just, I don't understand from the perspective of even like the, the bride and groom that, assuming that's that's who was handling this exchange of information or was supposed to be handling this exchange of information. I just don't see how you leave the photographer out of it. They literally need to know where to go. Yeah, it's like, did the caterer not know where? Did the DJ not know where? Like, I'm assuming so, everybody else involved knew. But at that point, like, without filling out those questionnaires, you wouldn't know who the caterer was. You wouldn't know who the DJ was. You couldn't even, like, reach out to somebody else and try and figure it out. You wouldn't know anybody right. in the bridal party. Maybe you happen to know someone. I'm trying to think of this from, like, uh, the wedding party's perspective. I'm trying to think, did they think it was so close and so local that it just didn't matter? I don't know. Right? Are they like, well, we can just tell them that morning. Like, is that what they were thinking, maybe? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, because if you're seeing these text messages come in uh, asking for information about your wedding, you would think that that would be rather important if you wanted them there. So. I, right. That's why I just don't understand. I'm trying to, like, find some nugget of information that, like, maybe says, like, why... Why, I'm not saying it's right, but why the bride and or bridal party thought it was unimportant to respond to the photographer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I Like I said, I've never been put in that situation. I don't know, you know from experience how I would handle it. Yeah. Uh, but like contractually, like there's really nothing that I have that says anything regarding the situation because I never really, I never sure, really you never went it. into it. Yeah, I never thought it'd be a thing. So maybe, maybe I might have to actually put like a little clause in my contract. Uh, stating that, you know, like if, if I don't have, you know, crucial information on location and time, you know, by, you know, within like 24 hours before the wedding. Right. Like we might, or, have, might have a problem. Yeah. Plus what if, what if there was travel time? Like what yeah, if exactly. it was like four or five hours away? Yeah, she right? didn't know. Like, yeah. She didn't know. Some of my weddings are two and a half, three hours away. And yeah. I have to know like how much time and how much, you know, uh, you know, if it's three hours from here, I need to leave four hours, you know, just in case you got to stop for gas, whatever you blow a tire, who knows? Yep, exactly. You got to, you got to have some wiggle room, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I think I probably honestly would have, because if you wait till the next day, like the day of, again, you're, you're in a tough spot in case it is like really far away. But yeah, we don't need to keep talking about this. I just thought it was an interesting uh, it's weird. story. It's just, it's just, it's, 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 it's not even like a weird news kind of thing. It's just like a weird thing in terms of human behavior. Right. Like, why would you not tell your photographer? I don't know. You're right. Like, I just, I guess that's that. Yeah. That's that. So let's, uh, let's move on, Joe, uh, to, I want to hear about your dollar store finds. Yeah. So I just, I kind of got, I got, I got this idea again that I was going to, cause looking back, what was it 10, 15 episodes ago? Maybe, maybe it was even last year. I don't even remember at this point. I have to go look. But 
I've always been kind of interested in the dollar store in general, just to see what they have. And just to be super clear about this, was that a everything there? that I go, yeah, <laughs> or was it some type of like in awkward general? dollar store? Yeah. In, oh, oh, because right, because there's a dollar general. Yeah. Oh, I got the pun, if the, even so if it wasn't one, intentional. <laughs> It was I see I I just come up with puns and I don't even know it. Yeah, right? that's how pun good, machine. That's how, yeah, that's how good I am at right. it. Um, uh, but it, just to be like super clear, like I don't go in there just buy a bunch of shit and like throw it away, right? Like anything I go in there to pick up for this bit, I actually legitimately am interested in buying and I want to use it. This is not just stuff that's going to be like thrown in the trash or whatever like that because I think that would just be rude and inappropriate. Yeah, to, wasteful to, to, to do it like that. Wasteful, yeah. Yeah, um, and, I, and, and this is also in no way like like poking fun at dollar stores. I, no. I love dollar stores. I wish we had one in our little town here. I, no. I'm going to tell you right now, the more I go in there, the more I'm like, I should come back in here more often. Yeah, they have all kinds of great stuff in there. Yeah, so I so what I decided to do before the show today was I decided to head back to, this one is a Dollar Tree. Again, mm-hmm. neither Dollar General or Dollar Tree is sponsoring the show. Uh, but this one is a Dollar, this is a Dollar Tree and just so everyone's clear, the price at Dollar Tree now is a dollar twenty-five. Oh, I did right? see that last the, time I was in one. The tree sprouted some branches. You're right. right? Yeah. The, in the, the tree's shape a of little a quarter. Bit, <laughs> yeah. So it's like a. But no one's gonna go back and change the company name to Dollar and Quarter Tree. No, just because it's uh, it's probably gonna change again. You know, maybe like buck yes. fifty another couple of years. You know, with inflation, cost of <laughs> goods. Buck buck fifty tree. Yeah. <laughs> buck 75 tree until exactly. they hit the two dollar mark then they can change the name yeah two dollar tree just and everyone's put, like okay that's cool i just put it. a two a big number two in front of the dollar there you go yeah done save money yeah two dollar store or dollar two dollar general <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so yeah so what, what yeah. did you what would you come up with what'd you find okay so this first thing so i i bought a, a plethora of things here right and i'll pick out some of the more the more interesting things to talk about mm-hmm. uh and, and everything here's a dollar 25 unless i say otherwise or i bought a bunch of them so this first thing i was gonna say i did not have high hopes for i bought it i looked at it i bought it i thought well this isn't gonna be that great it's it, it's gonna it might be worth a dollar 25 but there's no way that it's like i don't know worth beyond that and okay. i have i opened it up and i'm completely proven wrong it is uh, one of those typical, I don't know what you want to call it, like eight device uh, knives. Like one of the, or like it's got like a screwdriver. Uh, oh, like a, a multi, wine opener. what do they call it? Like yeah, a multi-tool. Multi, multi-tool, yeah. yeah. It's like an eight, it's, like a, it's an eight, uh, an eight point multi-tool. And it's actually, it's not like plastic or anything. It's it's metal. It's solid. Like it actually has some heft to it. I can hear so you not, jingling gonna, it. Exactly right. It's not. It's it's got a little thing on it for oh, your okay. keychain. It's not that anyone should ever stick these on their keychain. But I was like a dollar twenty five for this to like keep in your car. It's only a buck twenty five. Yeah, buck twenty five. And it it is. It's a metal one. It's not in the knives. I pulled the knives open. The knives are sharp, so you know you'll at least get a couple couple decent cuts out of it. Yeah, um, for a so few times. I'm, I'm, sure, like, I'm sure it's not the best steel. No, no. <laughs> I'm sure it's. I'm sure the steel probably leaves something to be desired. But I have to say, I am pleasantly surprised by this dollar twenty-five eight-point multi-tool. Like I was not expecting this to be this good. And and sure, it might break down or break or whatever. It is stainless, by the way. But you know what? This they're off to a pretty good start today. Yeah, nice. Okay, you're gonna keep that on your keychain? Uh, n- no, because it would be bigger than my whole keychain. <laughs> oh, oh, you said not to keep it. Okay, so you can like throw it in your car or something. 
Yeah, I'm just I literally I'm just gonna throw it like in the um uh you know like the glove box or like yeah. the console of my car. That's where it makes the most sense. There you go. So anyway, yeah, if you need one of these, head on over to to uh to Dollar Tree. They they can hook you up. Yeah, the buck and a quarter tree. Yep. So what this else next, what else did you find? So this next step over here and grab this. Okay, so this next piece I got, I, I just bought this for me. Just bought this for me. It was it was a neat little thing. You probably remember. So do you remember way way back in the day in the eighties? There was a line of toys called Masters of the Universe, otherwise known as He Man. Yeah, yeah. So we, we've I brought up He Man numerous times somehow on the show. I yeah. Well, I I mean I kind of look like He Man. So no. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm ripped, right? According to everybody who's heard the show. That's true. Yeah, you do the same build, <laughs> and you do walk around in a pair of little speedos all the time. Yeah, and I have like that, just like a leather like belt harness that I wear typically yeah. on my on my chest. Right, and the same haircut, oddly. Yeah, you yeah, do yeah. look like a lot like him. <laughs> long, flowing, golden hair. Yeah, yeah so like a, I'm like an odd bowl cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, it was. It's kind of a mullet, right? right. <laughs> not really, because it's like it's it's not exactly. It's because it's a fuller header hair, but yeah. So you remember He Man and Masters of the Universe, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I found just this little. Now I'll, I'll post a picture of some of this stuff on the Facebook page, but I found that just a little He-Man figurine because I, I didn't think they made anything He-Man anymore. I mean, they stopped production of the toys, what, 30 years ago, right? 30, 30, 35 years ago. I don't um, know. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I actually watched a thing on He-Man on Netflix, like the toys of the 80s that defined us. Yeah. It was like, it was, I've talked about it on the show before. And He-Man was one of the ones that they concentrated on. And it was it was one of the more interesting ones of the '80s because unlike Ninja Turtles and Transformers that lasted a lot longer, the Masters of the Universe exploded into popularity, and then like as quickly as it exploded, it just right off a cliff. Hmm. Okay, I so, mean, I guess yeah, the I think the draw to the characters wasn't as I don't know as exciting as like the Ninja Turtles was. I think there was less that you could do with it, and yeah. it's, it's something that the writers talked about. That's like they kind of ran out of ideas, and and the characters started getting more and more ridiculous. Like, cause uh -huh. He Man is just a is just a ripped dude with a sword, right? But eventually they started have yeah, no, right, exactly, right. And then they <laughs> and then they started coming up with like characters that had like three heads and like oh. laser rifle, you know, because it just got a little bit like corny. too far out there. Yeah. yeah, it just got not that it, right, not that it wasn't already corny, but yeah. So what did you find that? What like what the what? heck is what did you find that's that's uh, Masters of the Universe related? It's a micro. It's basically a micro machine, ma uh, He Man. What? So it's just like a tiny little He-Man. Okay. Just a little He-Man guy. Just a little He-Man guy. He's going to look perfect on my desk. Okay. He's He-Man. He's got his sword. He's got his long golden bowl cut. <laughs> You're going to have to take a picture of this and post it. I want to see it so bad. <laughs> I, I am. It's a, it's a He-Man micro machine, basically. And he's going to go right here on my desk. And he's going to live here as a constant reminder of the things that I do for the Gen Extra podcast. Yeah. Did they have the whole team? Can you like collect them all? They had more of them. Yes. Oh yeah. They definitely had more of them. Um, I know, I know what thinking, you're getting for your birthday. <laughs> all of them. All, all of the rest them. I'm going to collect the whole set. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All yeah. right. So this next one is on the ridiculous stuff you should never buy list, but mm -hmm. I, I got it because I'm going to give it to my kids because they're going to like it. So again, not going to waste. My kids are going to use this, but I got two in my hands. I am holding two oversized foam dice. Oh, okay. You know, right. yeah, that could be fun. You just, you know, you never know when you might have to roll some dice. And at least I have these large, oversized foam dice now. Yeah, play some like yard Yahtzee or something. Well, I guess not enough dice for that, but maybe yard craps. 
with large, just massively oversized dice, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, we should do that. That'd be fun. Just make a giant craps board that you just stand around. I mean, you, I guess it already exists, but I'm talking like really big. Yeah, like absolutely like yard size massive, right? Yeah. And the nice part about these dice is you could do that because they're very, you could very easily see where they end up on, like whether you, whether you roll a snake eyes or a seven, 12 or 11. But uh, one of the, one of the reasons I got this is that my, my kids are always like, they, I, I don't know what it is like with, with my daughter. She always wants to like roll dice to like figure things out. She's like, daddy, if it gets like a six, you have to do this. If it gets like a one, you have to do this. Right. Okay. So I got her these oversized ones. So now she can roll these. Now she can throw these in the family room and hopefully not hit her brother in the head. Yeah. I wonder what that is. Like, wonder why she does it. It's kind of, it's interesting that she's like, like leaving your fate up to chance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. My, maybe that's just the way she looks at the world. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, it's like, well, it's like, it's up. It, it's all in the dice. Dad. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's on her way to becoming like either a superhero or a super villain. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're flipping a coin. Like, oh, yeah. like that dude in uh, uh no country for old men. <laughs> That'd be like, wait, don't there was a this? guy in No Country for Old Men that did that too. He flipped a coin, yeah. He uh it was uh I can't remember the guy the character's name anymore, but yeah, he would uh if if he was undecided on whether you were going to live or die, he would flip the coin. You'd have to call it heads or tails. So yeah. he basically was like a was a different version of Two Face from Bat from Batman. Yeah, I didn't really I forgot Two Face did that too. Yeah, that's his shtick too. Oh, okay. It, 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 it literally is just the same shtick. He's like uh, am I gonna right? Am I gonna, are you gonna live or are you gonna die? Right? Sometimes it's a good day and sometimes it's a bad day. So I mean, I'm hoping like the whole dice thing is just a fun thing for her. <laughs> yeah, not uh, not not things that are gonna you know turn into something like worse as the years go on. Like, like you said, a, <laughs> yeah. super, a super villain. <laughs> like I love her, but she's a super villain, you know. So it kind of you know it's a, makes a real difficult relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, what's your daughter doing nowadays? She's a super villain. <laughs> the money's good yeah. don't get me wrong the money's great yeah like she she uh she rolls dice for people like <laughs> <laughs> you i gotta, love it uh yeah so all right so foam dice what was your next yeah. one what else did you find uh i'll say i have now i don't know if you collected many i had a bunch when i was a kid but you remember hot wheels right yeah oh yeah there's definitely kind of a theme to this this week and it's definitely more like uh entertainment toy related but okay. i found a WRX. Oh, did you really? Hot, nice. Hot Wheel. I'm yep. sure you were so geeking out when you saw that. Yeah, I, like, I, of course I did. Yeah. So for a dollar, so for a buck 25, mm -hmm. I got myself a WRX Hot Wheel, uh, which of course, I mean, I'm going to give to my son, let him play with, but, but I found a WRX Hot Wheel and these are legitimate Hot Wheels. They're not like, um, again, wouldn't be anything wrong with it, but they're not like hot woes or something like that. You know, like some, uh, warm. closely related company, right? Warm wheels. <laughs> warm wheels. Yeah. <laughs> warm tires <laughs> <laughs> that's funny or, or just hot or wheels spelled wrong or something like a z in the end oh yeah hot yeah. wheelies hot wheelies i'm sure that probably but, uh, exists somewhere actually oh absolutely absolutely but these are legitimate hot wheels i found a subaru wrx sti and a nissan sports car that i bought that i'm gonna that i'm gonna give to my son um, i'm sure he's gonna love these because he's just getting into cars and because i was there and it was only a buck 25 I bought three more. Oh, nice. Just <laughs> giving them a whole bunch of them to start with, huh? Yeah, exactly. Because I found, I found, so this is a little bit, this is more personal to me, but you know, we, we talk about all the time, like when I go to ride, um, uh, UTVs, like in the desert or whatever, or, or sometimes in Utah, when we go, yeah. I found one of those. 
I found a truck for my son. I found a bulldozer for my son. So it's like they a buck twenty five each one of these. They're real. They're real Hot Wheels. I figure why not? Why not give him some Hot Wheels? And I thought these were a great little find and a lot cheaper than you're going to pay at, say, like, you know, Walmart or, or or whatever. Are they cheaper? I'm pretty sure Hot Wheels are. Well, you know what? Let's find out. Let's let's go to let's just go go to Walmart. We'll mm-hmm. find out right now live. I, I'm going to look up just a typical know, Hot lo- Wheels car I'm at Walmart right now. Right now. Right now. Uh, Hot Wheels car buck. Oh, mystery, a mystery model. It's a dollar seventeen, Joe. Let's okay, see. no, here we go. Yeah, I found the exact same Nissan that I'm holding in my hand. Okay. Walmart.com right now at Walmart. It's two ninety nine. Are you serious? Okay, that's a great deal then. Yep. Good job. Dollar dollar twenty five versus two ninety nine. So I'd say I did okay. Yeah, here's a five pack of cars for six dollars. That's so, pretty good, but it, but it is packed. So it is that's packed. Where, that's where you get that's where you get the cost savings. Oh yeah, here's a twenty. I don't know they keep doing this, but here's a twenty car pack for twenty dollars and forty nine cents, Joe. Now that's a good deal. That's, that's a good, good deal. deal. Again, if you're comparing single single car to single car, because sometimes with the Hot Wheels stuff, the way I understand it, because I am not a Hot Wheels collector, the only time I ever get them is like in cases like this where I see something interesting that I want. Yeah. They do have rarer ones, right, that cost more money than than others. So yeah. it all depends. Naturally, on, like, yeah. like this is kind of crazy. I'm looking at one on Walmart. Like this, I know this is kind of a side topic, but I'm looking at a Hot Wheels on Walmart, right, 99, a single car. It's a single Porsche 911 GT3 RS, it's $17.99. Wow, for one car. Yes, one car. That's that's how that's how Hot Wheels can go okay. sometimes. Is it you get like very rare models that they only make so many of? They they probably do that on purpose. They'd have to. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Limited quantities. Yep, they only make. Well, you know what's a fun. They, they, only, they only made ten, 10 million thousand of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh man. All right, so, yeah, so all right, so Hot that Wheels. That turned out okay. Yeah. What was your next one? What else did you find? I've got. We got like thirty-four more items. No, no, no. <laughs> I got two more items. Okay. I got two more items. <laughs> like this would be the whole show. <laughs> I've got a pack of four pens. This is so basic, but mm-hmm. it's back to school. Time to think about the fall weather coming up. Yeah. I got a pack of four pens for dollar twenty-five. That seems like a pretty good deal. Yeah, because we're always going through pens here. Uh, I don't know if it's like in your house, but like you buy a pack of pens and like 10 minutes later, they're all gone. Yeah. Because who knows where they go? Oh, dude. It's always like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy them by like the 20 pack or 30 pack, whatever it is. They're gone. Just. Yeah. Gone. Totally MIA. Like you can never find them again. Yeah. It's like, okay, I guess they're gone. Um, but they, I bought uh, a four pack of pens. They're, they looked, I guess here's the thing is I, they look decent. Are they Bic? Are they clicky pens? What are they? Oh, that is a good. Okay, so that's a good question because they are clicky pens, but they're they these. This is the case where I'm pretty sure Dollar Tree has their own brand because these ones and all of their back to school supplies. So if you do stop at, which they all seem fine to me, I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with them. But if you do go to like a Dollar Tree, you end up getting their brand of like back to school supplies, mm-hmm. and theirs is called Jot J O T. Like you're gonna jot. jot something down. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, I get it. Silly, but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Jot. but they look like what's the typical name? What's the typical name of it's like Beck or whatever, Beck, yeah, right? Beck pen, yeah. yeah, this is just these are jot pens. It's okay. like <laughs> side by side, they look almost identical. They could actually be the same manufacturer for all I know, but it could be really. Yeah, so, maybe. Uh, 
there's a called jot. So if you have to literally jot something down, you can buy some. Yeah. Well, you have to test them out, see if they work well. Not right. Last. No, well, I mean, I, I may bust one out and just write something down. We'll okay. find out. All right. Uh, last but not least, mm-hmm. completely, completely differentiated from all of this stuff is I bought myself a, I don't know if it's a half gallon, might, might be a half gallon of Sunny D. Oh, you bought some OJ? Yeah, it's Sunny D though, man. Sunny D is way better than OJ. A half gallon? Was it a dollar twenty-five? Absolutely. Really? I'm drinking it right now, man. Wow, that's awesome. So I'm pretty yeah. sure OJ for like a gallon is like six or seven dollars now. Like it's pricey. Yeah. Although I, I, I don't think Sunny D is actually orange juice, is it? I right. I think it's most mostly orange sugar drink. I yeah. Think. Like I, I don't think Sunny D. I think they inject it with vitamin C, so it looks healthy for you. Yeah. What was that? Uh, like, not was it Tang? Like that orange drink? Yep. There was something else too. I don't remember. Yeah, it was what Tang. Okay. You got it. It was Tang. The Tang had like a whole bunch of. Tang was like the competitor to High C when we were kids. Oh, okay. Because there was all the High C flavors, and then there was like all the Tang flavors. I yeah. think did Tang have multiple flavors? Did Tang only have one flavor? I think Tang just came in orange. I think. Okay, you know what? Was it like strawberry tang, watermelon tang? Tang drink. Okay, here we go. So you can still buy it powdered, but it looks like it's just orange. Okay, all right. That's what I thought. Good to to know. No, I take that back. There are other tangs. There are other tangs. They diversified. However, that said, their main main drink is still orange. I guess I, I won't read the article here. We'll get into it some other time. But apparently, they never stopped making it. Like, it's still out there. You can still buy it. I didn't even realize it. But just like Sunny D. Like, I knew Sunny D was still out there. I just didn't know who's, where you could find it. I'm assuming every grocery store. And I saw it in there. In there I was in there today. It was $1.25. And I thought, I want some buck twenty-five Sunny D. I'm curious how many people still drink Tang. Like, when you're writing this, out your grocery list, yeah, you write how many tang people on write it? Tang on their list? Like, I don't think that many people buy it. Maybe we'll put a poll up and see. Not that, not that any of you listeners ever really engage in our polls. But <laughs> we can always try. <laughs> yeah, there's, you know what? I'm going to save this one article for the next show. It's actually an entire article on why Tang is still big business. And I'm like, what? Like, how? I, I, we don't have time to read it here today, but I'm definitely going to go through it and bring I'd it be up interested. next time. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Because I thought, it, I honestly, I thought it was kind of DOA, right? Yeah. I, I, I didn't know it was still out there. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the last time I had Tang. Probably when I was like, you know, 10. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like 10 or 11, maybe, maybe my teen years. I'll say probably my teen years. Maybe, maybe next time I go to the store, I'll buy some, just try it again. I don't remember it yes. being amazing. Like, was it good? I don't remember it being amazing either. I always remember Tang just being like. Tang. Just Tang. Yeah. <laughs> it was like tangy orange juice, but like, I never, I, I don't think, I don't think I was, I ever thought it was that good, which is kind of weird because if it's still like a, not big business, but if it's still out there, it's still a successful business. Mm-hmm then somebody's drinking it. Someone's buying it. Is that, uh, oh wait, what about like uh, like fast food places? Is that what they use? They use Tang? I don't think so. Like if I get, if I get, a, if I get juice or I, if I get a juice-like drink, mm-hmm. like with my meal, it's almost always, almost always high C orange. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah, you're right. High C orange is like the, is like the other drink on like every other fast food menu across the country. At least that's what it seems like to me. Yeah, I never order orange drinks. So yeah, I don't know. All right. So you want to move uh let's move on, Joe. Yep. We gotta keep there's there we go. Yep, there's, keep it there's the dollar, there's the dollar store adventure. Exactly. 
Yeah, good finds though, man. Yeah, pretty good finds. I'm I'm, uh, I'm excited to see the little knife thing you bought, the little multi tool. I can't believe it doesn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, no that's offense, great. Dollar Tree. Yes, absolutely none intended. Yeah. All right. So you said you also found some uh, some information or some, an article or whatever on on roller coasters stats, a top something list. What what I, is it? I did. In fact, I um I was at I my daughter went on her first like real roller coaster yeah. the other day, and it got me thinking how much I personally love roller coasters. Now I think you're not so big on them, right? I don't love roller coasters now. Now is that more because? A, you just don't like roller coasters, or is that more B, because of uh, you get a little motion sick? Uh, it's mostly the motion sick thing. And okay. if I can, uh, if I even if I can like get through a coaster and not feel sick, I still don't enjoy the, the, the whole experience. I don't need, I don't know, just me personally, like, I don't need that to be entertained. Sure. It's just so not for me. You don't want to go like, 62 miles per hour upside down three times no like i just don't i don't need thrill rides i just don't like it <laughs> i just don't like it it's not me well this is probably a good time to point out that you and i sometimes on certain things end up on different sides of the spectrum yeah right i love roller coasters i'm, I'm like one of those people who who will find or attempt to find at least whatever park i'm at or whatever amusement park i have I, I have been to now of course i've been in a glut lately because of everything that happened with COVID and everything right. shutting down, everything. Now things are opening back up. And now I'm back on like this roller coaster kick. And one of the first places I want to go back to is Cedar Point. Now, have you have you been up to Cedar Point before? Yes, but not for not for like uh, several years. Like it's been a little while. Because uh, they have uh, I was gonna say too, like my wife though, she she loves roller coasters. Oh, so she does. So if we go, you will sit while we go. Yeah. What about your <laughs> wife? Does she like roller coasters? She does, but she's not ecstatic about them. And it's like, she kind of just is like, eh. In fact, I think, I don't, it was Cedar Point like several years ago where like after we went on like four or five, she was like, I'm kind of done. Okay. All right. So she, she's better than I am. Like, I, I don't even want to go on the first one. No, she will go on them, but also she will also sit. Like she's not sold on them. I'll say it that way. Okay. So yeah, if we, if we go as like, uh, you know, the four of us sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Which I think would be fun. Eric and I will sit there and watch you guys go. <laughs> <laughs> For the most boring trip you've ever been on. Yeah, no, whenever that happens, like I just go find other stuff to do. Like I'll go play like the games and stuff like that, you know, in amusement yeah, yeah. parks. Uh, I just don't, I just don't love the rides. Like amusement parks just in general, not for me. Like I just, they're not my thing so much. Uh, no, it's fair. Absolutely. Like it, I, everybody has their thing. And I think that's what like places like Cedar Point are basic, are basically for lack of like, are basically all roller coasters now. Yeah. Do you remember Geauga Lake from back in the day? I do. I my parents took, and in fact, you and I went together a bunch of times to Geauga Lake. Yeah. Back when it back when it existed, it's back not it, there anymore. That's what I was gonna say. Like it, it's been gone for I don't know seven or eight years, nine years now, whatever it is, ten years. Yeah. Uh, but it it was part of like they they bought like into SeaWorld or something. I remember because it was yeah. It was SeaWorld. They had they had a uh, they had a big water park. It was a massive park, dude. Like it was huge, and they had just, yeah, because yeah, they were right across the lake from SeaWorld, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was like all like I mean, you couldn't just hop over to SeaWorld, but they they all owned it uh, together, and you could. Uh, I, I just remember, I remember the the park map like almost in my head, like still a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it was very uniquely drawn, and. I watched a video probably a year or two ago uh, that someone put out 
you know, probably like five years prior to that, but they went through Geauga Lake and like filmed all the coasters and stuff that were just sitting there like rotting, all this like foliage and stuff. And of course, as they're walking by things, oh, there man. was uh, there was also uh, uh, wieners painted and drawn on all the. Oh, well, <laughs> of course, of course there was. <laughs> of course, there of course was. there was. <laughs> because what else do you do with the blank space? Draw Besides draw a wiener on it. Draw <laughs> wieners on it. Yeah, that, that's the greater blank space. It's just, this is a professional term, so I apologize for everyone who's about to hear this, but I have a theory called the greater blank space penis theory, Yes, which is <laughs> any blank space left open for an indeterminate amount of time will eventually have a wiener drawn on it. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, a, totally it's true. a professional theory. Okay. So like, I don't want to hear any smirking, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. this is a very serious topic. It is. But yeah, so as, as I was watching that video, I'm like, oh, there's another one. There's another one. I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> they're yep. everywhere. Yeah, as, as we talked about with uh, out at Centralia. Yes, yeah, yeah, there are too uh, many of them there. But yep. uh, so when I was watching that video, though, uh, it was sad because like I I, remember, I recognized a lot of the places they were going to, like the uh, like the big wave pool. Yep, uh, I remember going to that, and you yes. see it like all just looking like like crap. It's just abandoned. Everything's are grown up through it now. Uh, yeah, it's sad. Like I I kind of. I don't know the whole story behind what happened there. I'm sure, obviously, money, but I don't know why it fell apart or why it failed. Interesting tidbit on that. Mm -hmm. And this will, this will actually bring us right back to Cedar Point. The last owner of the Geauga Lake, call it entertainment uh, or amusement, amusement park, the yeah. entire facility was, was Cedar Fair. It was the Cedar Fair company that owns Cedar Point. Oh, did they just and let it go? And eventually, like, I think, I can't remember if they owned it for two years or one year, but they just said, nope, we're done. They two, just, they, they, they couldn't, they said it wasn't profitable anymore and they closed it. I mean, it was huge. So there was probably tons of overhead. And that was the problem, I think, internally. And how close was Cedar Point to Geauga Lake? And that was also what, what so if you ask people who love the park, the conspiracy theory is, and uh. again, I don't know any of this to be fact or not because I don't know what Cedar Point's financials are, that when Cedar Fair bought them, their ultimate goal was to just close them anyway. Oh, that was just because because they are close enough, yeah, because they are close enough in Ohio that it would basically force people in this area to travel to Cedar Point for a decent roller coaster ride or a decent amusement park experience. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you look at the numbers, you know, if, if one park can support you know, that many people versus having two parks and, and all the other overhead. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I guess it makes sense financially just to have one park. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. Cedar, Cedar Fair to this day claims that that wasn't, that wasn't the goal. But It may not I mean, have been their initial intention, but I'm sure after like, you know, looking at numbers and, and it may just, it may not have made sense anymore. So things change, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever sucks, but. <laughs> Yeah. Made for a cool video looking at it all abandoned. <laughs> I've I've done the same thing you did. So I guess to our to our listeners, like there is like if you really want to go see something cool, go check out before the rest of it. Because actually it's been more of that stuff that you're talking about has been torn down since then. Yeah, all the coasters are gone now. Yep. Go check out the abandoned footage of Jogga Lake Park in Ohio before um before I guess it's it's footage of the abandonment before the rest of the stuff was torn down. It's really spooky. Yeah, it would have been probably six or seven years ago that video came out. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's, uh, sorry, I sidetracked us there. 
what's uh, what, no, all good. Yeah, what do you have uh, on your list for the for the coasters? The well, I just have a couple that I want to that I want to highlight because mm-hmm. I think they would be really really fun rides. And and the first one I want to talk about is actually at Cedar Point. And if anyone has been to Cedar Point, it's one of my favorite rides in the country. Millennium Falcon. And it, is that what Millennium it is? Force. Oh, Millennium Force. Okay. Millennium Force. Yes. And the, <laughs> Millennium Falcon would have been a good name if it hadn't already been taken. Yeah. Where was that one at? Well, the Millennium Falcon ride is a di- that the newer ones at Disney World. Oh, is, okay. So the Millennium um, Force is at Cedar Point. Right. And it has nothing to do with Star Wars. Okay. Is but but here's what I, I like. What I like about the Millennium Force is that at one point in time, for like a good good five minutes, it was the tallest roller coaster in the world. Until of course somebody came along and made one like ten feet taller. Okay, that's how this always goes. But three hundred and ten feet, ninety three miles per hour. Okay, and the initial drop is eighty degrees. Ooh, wow. Yeah, see that does not yeah. sound like fun. And that is one of those rides where, on your way up, you keep thinking and I because I've been on this ride multiple times and it doesn't matter how many times I go in the Millennium Force. Every time I get on it, I'm like, how are we not at the top of the hill? Right? Yeah. How are we not at the top of the hill? How are we not at the top of the hill? <laughs> is that is that first drop like pretty intense? I'm sure it has to be. Here's the weird part. Here's what I as a, as a as a roller coaster enthusiast, here's the thing that I always say about roller coasters that that I think has to be clarified for a lot of people. The shallower the drop, the worse it is. So when I say shallow, I mean like the angle, the angle, the the drop of the angle. Oh yeah. I mean, 80 degrees, dude, that is, that is steep, dude. That's steep. But what I I guess what I'm saying is that the steeper it is, you know how like people get that feeling in their stomach that they don't like. That's, that's kind of like the big fear of roller coasters that gets turned on its head. The steeper the drop is. So if it's approaching 80, 90 degrees, you start getting into free fall. Yeah. And once you're in free fall, that feeling goes away. Oh, okay. So it's not that bad of a drop, like stomach wise. Right. That's like, the, that's what's the weird part about like these, what they call giga coasters. And there's a couple other giga coasters on here that are even bigger than Millennium Force, including one that they built, another one they built at Cedar Point. But that's the thing that's weird about them as they, as these coasters start getting taller and taller and the drops start getting deeper and deeper, like approaching, and some of, some are at 90 degrees now. You lose that feeling goes away. Because where that feeling comes from is acceleration or deacceleration, and when you, when the drop is straight up and down and you hit free fall faster, the feeling goes away. Okay. So it ends up just being kind of a, I don't know, it just ends up feeling like you're falling, as opposed to feeling like having that weird that weird like feeling in your stomach of it, like kind of like pushing up into your chest. Like yeah, because you you would be getting some. Well, I guess when you hit the first bend, you're gonna start feeling some g force, but. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess I see what you're saying. I, I don't ride enough of them to be like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, yeah, I guess, I I guess what I'm getting them. is kind of super technical right now. Yeah. I'm getting into like the technicals. But anyway, the point about it was, if you have a chance to go to Cedar Point, the Millennium Force continues to come up on some of the most popular, popular roller coaster rides in the world. Like it's, it's a two minute ride. Like it's, you know, you actually get your quote unquote, get your money's worth, right? That's a good, that's a long a coaster, yeah. It is yeah, a long two coaster minutes. ride. Yeah. So I definitely recommend it if you're, if you head out that way. Yeah. I, for some reason, like when I, in the rare times I have gone on a coaster, if, if there's a part of the roller coaster that goes under like another section of it. Yeah. I always, and cannot help myself. 
but try and duck my head <laughs> just because like, I don't want to be that stat, like that guy in the news. I'm like, Oh, yeah. like park goer loses, loses head. Loses on coasters. head. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm six too. So I'm like, I'm like, I'll be that guy. Like my head sticks you're, up a little farther than everybody I just, else's. I just love your approach there. Cause you're like, <laughs> I just should duck just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Even though this, right. the back of the seat's even higher than my head. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just like instinctive, I think. Like, I just want to make sure I'm okay. You're not the only one. I have seen, like, if you watch like roller coaster videos, a lot of, not everybody, but a lot of people in the car instinctively do it. They're like, oh shit, I better duck down. Yeah. It's like, it's a little too close for comfort. <laughs> As if the designers are like right. thinking, no, 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 everyone will duck. It'll be fine. Yeah. They'll all duck right here. No one will lose their head. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, also, yeah, like, exactly. somebody, like, there's, like, a janitor, like, down below, just, like, mopping up heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, there are amusement park accidents on freak, freak occasions, and it is not, like, it is, they are, they are unbelievably brutal. So, it's, like, oh, just the thoughts there are just sending me reeling now. Yeah, I've, I've unfortunately seen some of those on, like, YouTube. And yes, yeah, those yes. Are, those are terrifying. It's probably the same reason I don't, I don't like uh, getting in the, in the ocean. You know, it's I, night. It's nightmare fuel. Honestly. It is. It really is. Like I know that that the statistics are like, and and the chances of being in, in an accident are, you know, so slim. Slim, slim, slim to none. Yeah. Right. Still, I just hate to be that. I don't want to be that stat. I don't want to be that one guy. Nope. No one wants to be the one person or car full of people that this happens to. But anyway, let's move to a happier note. Let's go to a happier note. Yes. What's another? What's another fun coaster, Joe? So, have you been down to Kennywood Park yeah. lately? Oh yeah, at I mean, all? Not so, uh, not within the past like several years, but we've definitely been there. You know, in recent years. I so I haven't been down there, and the reason why I bring this one up in particular is because I really want to get down there because they took Kennywood Park used to have this roller coaster called um, the Steel Phantom. Yeah, I remember that. And I will say, and and I'm sure people will disagree with me, but the general consensus of the steel phantom was that it was not good. And I don't know if yeah. it was in the engineering or the design, but it smashed your head against the seat constantly. It was, I remember that one too. It was a very rough ride. And it was a steel coaster and that's not supposed to happen on steel coasters. No, I think that was sort of the draw to it. Like the, I mean, why they call it the steel phantom, because it, I think when they made it, like originally, like the majority of coasters were still made out of wood. Yeah. And it was a big deal. Yeah. It was like, a, you know, and it w had that huge drop that went down the back of the park. Yes. Uh, yeah. God, it, it's been a while since I've been there. Yeah. I guess longer than, than I'm thinking. But uh, yeah. What was the, what was the famous wooden coaster uh, that was at a local, maybe it was Kennywood or, or like Waldemere or something like the Blue Streak or something like that? Well, yes. So there was a little, there was a very tiny, very, very tiny amusement park next to that's not far from us that was called Connie at Lake. Connie at Lake, park. yes. Yes. And that they, was it. they had a blue streak. Yeah, it was not. But good. well they 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 did, but I, I do think it caught on fire a couple years ago. Oh, it did really? Uh, yeah, that's probably an, that's probably a whole nother topic is whatever happened to Connie at Lake Park. But that, that could um, be a fun show. Talk about yeah. Connie, talk about Giaga. Like see Yeah. Get the some we'll do some digging. Watch we'll do some research for the show. I, I would like to do that. That actually sounds fun. It, it, it's the kind of shit that I like to do. So that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Especially, uh, you know, Connie out being Northwest PA. That'd be a fun, fun story. It's right here. Well, the reason I bring up Phantom's Revenge is because eventually uh, the original track that was there, the Steel Phantom, was, was so hated 
And I remember being at Kennywood Park, and you could literally just go right on this. You could get right on the Steel Phantom at any point in time because nobody went on it. It was, it was, it was that bad. I think as the, it was that bad. <laughs> as the years went on, people, and I remember going on it and then coming off it and just being like, wow, that was a terrible idea. So I don't remember when it was. Um, I think it was maybe 10 or so years ago now. I, I have to double check that. So don't even write that down. They did tear it down and they rebuilt a new coaster there called Phantom's Revenge, which oh, that's right. used yes. like, yeah, exactly. It's used like all of the latest building techniques. Uh, it has a 230 foot uh, drop down the backside where the original Steel Phantom's original drop was. And apparently, and I guess this is reading reviews of it, it's, it's incredible. Like people just say it's a great steel coaster ride that totally fixes all of the problems of, of the Steel Phantom. So that is on my bucket list in terms of roller coasters to get on because apparently it's really good and 85 miles per hour. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So that's a pretty good coaster for, for like a local coaster. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. that's right down in Kennywood. So if you like roller coasters like I do, that sounds like a really good time. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was reading. I was looking. In, I was looking into my article because I hadn't read it yet. Yeah. So, should we? No, I don't want to do. I don't want to do anything about like about coaster accidents. That's that's too morbid. No, it's they are right. And if, I guess if you want to uh, submerge yourself in in some terrible, terrible things like, and I, I unfortunately like because I'm, yeah, I'm interested in that kind of thing. Like because we are as a human race, we're kind of like people are interested to see what has happened in those cases. Like I have looked into them and they're terrible and they'll, and they'll, and they'll scare the crap out of you and they'll keep you off roller coasters forever. So don't look any of them up ever. Right. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Now you, you'll be super scared. Like I am to go on coasters. Yeah. It'll, it'll completely and utterly ruin the experience. And luckily I've been able to put it out of the back of my mind. Yeah. I just no. And I guess, there's only one more I really want to talk about. And the reason why I want to talk about it is because it, because these giga coasters, this is the, this is the crazy part about this one. So mm. It's what, called the Carowinds. What defines in, in, a giga coaster? What does that mean? That is a great question. I believe it is over, it's either over 250 or 300 feet. Oh, okay. And the cars have been redesigned to be more like sleds, which is exactly what I'm about to get into. Because this is what makes these things, this is, this is what makes giga coasters terrifying. It isn't even the, the, the drop. So this one in North Carolina mm. called the Carowinds is 325 feet, Jeez. 95 miles per hour. And this has all the things you're going to like, Dave, every piece of it. Uh -huh. <laughs> the, the car, and so what Cedar Point uses on their Giga Coaster on Millennium Force is, is like a little, it's very hard to describe until you sit in it, but it's just a little sled. And the, the sidewalls of the sled are very small. Well, this one in North Carolina doesn't even have sidewalls. Are you serious? It's, it's just a seat. It's a four cross seat. And the only thing keeping you in the seat, the only thing keeping you in the seat, I, I can't tell if it's a seatbelt or not, is a, is a, is a lap bar that, that comes down in front of you. There's no front of the car. There's no side of the car. There's no back of the car. All it is are, is a row of seats punched down into a flat piece of metal. You are completely <laughs> out in the open. Is, is it one lap bar for everybody or does everybody get their own lap bar? Everyone gets their own because it has like little handles on it that you can hold on to. Okay, good. I was going to say, you know, I, I've been in those other kinds where it's like one lap bar for everybody. Yeah. And if you happen to get like, you know, like, like uh, a 
bigger big person, person, and then a smaller person in the same car. That smaller person is not getting a lot bar on them, so that that's at least encouraging uh, that, that you know you have your own. No, that has always like that's always a concern is that because the lap bar is now up in the air and the tiny person is like, I don't really have a lap bar. Yeah, just hang on. <laughs> I hope the seatbelt works. Right. Because yeah, it, it's it'd be pretty terrifying to not have this thing secured in you because there is. An, I'm looking at the picture of this thing. Mm -hmm. There is nothing to this to the to the sled that you're on. It's just a lap bar and a seat. Man, that would but be the, so scary. Yeah, at 325 feet. Like, you don't realize how big 325 feet is until you're looking out over 325 feet. Yeah, that's like a like like a 30-story building. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Yeah, that's It's absolutely that's nuts. And I want to go on it. <laughs> Road trip? Road trip. <laughs> Carowinds in Charlotte, North Carolina. And well, if we're going to go do this, or mm -hmm. maybe I'm going to go do this, and you're just going to be like, you go, Joe. Well, uh, if we made that whole road trip to go down there, I'd have to go on it. I just want to see you go on it. So when you get off of it, you just head is like spinning. Oh, right? you're like, I'd be screaming like a girl. <laughs> It'd be so bad. Yes. Yes. So I mean, I mean, these lists go on and on and on. But anyway, my point is, is that there are now that people are traveling again, now that roll, now that amusement parks are open and running again, uh, I just am just in this roller coaster mood and I want to go on all of them. Yeah, well, we're gonna maybe we'll have to, Joe. Maybe I'll I'll suck it up and and go on one with you, just so we, we can should. talk about it. We should before the end of the year, before mm -hmm. the end of the roller coaster season, we should head somewhere. And I'm I, I'm serious about that. We should try it. What about that one you were talking about the uh, the new one, uh, the or the what is it called the Magnum Kennywood Re uh, Revenge or something? Yeah, it's Phantom's Revenge Phantom, down in Kennywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kennywood is close. We have enough time to get there on a weekend. Mm -hmm. I think we should not do that it. far. Yeah, we should go. Nope. That could be fun. Long, as agree. long as I don't have a wedding. <laughs> very true. Very true. Yeah. So, all right, Joe, we got a few minutes left. Do you want to knock out these two weird news stories? Mine will go pretty yeah. quick. Let's go, man. Let's go. So, yeah. might, you and me start with mine? Well, here we go. From all across the world, there are stories to be told. The strange, the bizarre, funny, freaky, the abnormal, and extraordinary Grab your beer or pour some booze. It's time for the Weird News. Yes. Yes, we're back. Weird News. Never gets old. <laughs> Every time. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, you go first. Uh, what's, okay. what's your story? So this is, um, now this is going to seem weird, mm -hmm. okay? This actually occurred in Florida. Shut up. <laughs> Florida never makes it. <laughs> no, Florida. I, I know it's rare. I know it's rare. Florida is usually not in the weird news, mm -hmm. but this is this is weird. This is weird news, Florida. So I know surprising, but here we go. Always um, Florida. I love you, Florida, for bringing I, I, us yeah. content all the time. I do. I, funny side. There's very quick thirty second thing on that. I do know that there was like an aggregate news site. I don't go there anymore, but it was one of like the internet's earlier aggregate news sites. Yeah. And Florida came up in the news so much that they had their own tag, right? There was tags for like exciting or or like, uh, air, you know, like, you know, like flight related or mm. weather related or like disaster related. Florida had its own tag. Just because it, it was so like, because it, it happens so often. It happened so often that the site creators literally created a tag for Florida specifically. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So what happened in Florida this time? So here we go. This is a, this is a classic Florida experience right here. 
dozens of packages containing cocaine were found washed up along the coastline of the Florida Keys. So a little bit oh, even okay. further south, right? Yeah. Uh, the coastline of the Florida Keys over the weekend. Dozens. So this is just, if you, you have to see the picture, but they just washed up. Yeah. And man. I guess. What? How many? Right? Bad, how, how many was dozens? Like this. This looks like if I'm looking. If, I don't know how close the picture is, right? But the entire the entire configuration, I guess I'll call it, weighs seventy one point six pounds, and the agency says, I, I don't know why there's two different weights in here. Mm-hmm. So we'll just call it like seventy pounds or so. About two million dollars. And if I guess count with my eyeballs, it's like there's like it, it looks like about twenty four. Looks like twenty four tightly wrapped packs of cocaine. But what I can't figure out is that. How I mean, I don't think just dumping, dumping. Let's suppose you're drug smuggling, which is probably a horrible thing to be doing. Um, but let's suppose you're doing it. I don't think dumping it into the ocean and hoping it floats there is is going to be that great of a plan. No, I'm sure there was some kind of an accident. Like, right? Maybe a boat was carrying it, and or actually, you know what? Maybe maybe it was being transported on a boat, and maybe they were. They're being uh, like investigated by you know the Coast Guard. The right? Coast Guard, yes. <laughs> uh, and they just pushed it off the edge, maybe. Right. Yeah, I guess they're just like they're just like shit, shit, throw it off the back, right? Yeah. Or maybe it was like a plane crash or something. They dumped it before the. I don't, who knows? Who knows? Oh uh, yeah, like like the old like eighties and nineties like drug smuggling movies. It was like like a single prop, like Cessna or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they're just they're just like throwing it out the back. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more. To be honest, coming up. Yeah, no, I I agree. There, pro- it's probably more out there somewhere. Yeah. So I guess if you're looking for your 126 pounds of cocaine, which I don't know why the article says 71 down there, uh, then you could just go to the Florida coast. Yeah, or maybe like uh, now I'm just thinking about how other other things that could have happened. <laughs> uh, maybe like somebody didn't like tighten a strap down. Oh yeah. And they're like. Like 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 where like where's the other bundle of cocaine? He's like it fell out. Oh, the, he's like it no. fell out. The, it fell out the plane. <laughs> what do I, I'm, I guess it's a little presumptuous. He's Mexican, but uh, I mean, hey, oh, that's where a lot no. of that's where a lot of it comes from. Just saying. I mean, some of it comes could yeah yeah it I mean, comes from. We'll just say it comes from everywhere. It comes from everywhere. Yeah, I take that back. <laughs> uh, but I did the math, and that that roughly puts the. Uh, the uh, a pound of cocaine, yeah, at around sixteen thousand dollars for a pound of coke. Well, I mean, but that also too. That is kind of the. I, I, I'm not going to get into the details here because it's probably way too political and way too. But that's kind of like the criticism of police uh, estimates. That's like it's like, dude, think about a five pound bag of sugar. Right. Okay. If you had cocaine. In that same size, I'm sure that maybe cocaine's like maybe denser. That's how these things are. That's how these things are basically packed up, though. They look like tightly wrapped bags of flour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So, bag of flour, roughly that size of cocaine, that same bag of flour size, yep. would be about eighty thousand dollars compared to the bag of flour, which is a buck or two. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. I, it has a it has a street value to it, you know. That's so it's, expensive. It is, and that's what I was going to say. Is that that often gets into the criticism of the like when? And again, I'm not I'm not saying anyone's wrong here. I'm just saying like police will like collect whatever, throw it on a table, and put this is worth like two billion dollars on it, right? And it's like, is it? Yeah, I don't know, man. I guess hey, if that's what if that's what people are willing to pay, that's how much it's worth. Yeah, 
hey, it's all it's it's a free market, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's all market driven. If they'll pay it. That's what you can charge. It's the free market at its most raw form. It really is. Uh, so, all right, let me let's knock out this last uh, weird news that I found. Mine is on the Huff Post, and it is a uh, article that says man pushes peanut up Colorado or up the Colorado mountain using an unconventional body part. Joe, what do Uh-oh. you what do you think it was that he was pushing the uh, peanut up the mountain with? I'm just. I just I kind of feel like I can't just go right to where I think I'm going with this. So yeah. I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say his foot. Oh no. It was his uh it was not what you think it might have been. Good, good. I'm just gonna say good. He was not nudging that sucker up with his wiener the whole way. Okay, good. Uh he used his nose. Okay. His nose. He he got down on all fours and pushed a peanut. The guy was fifty three years old, pushed a peanut. 12.6 miles to the top of this mountain. Why in the hell would you do this? Wait a minute, how many miles? 12.6 miles. 12.6 miles with his nose? With his nose. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, 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 I did not read this like completely. A segment of the mountain peanut pushers with a, with a peanut. $50. I don't know. There's nothing really in here that like what? Oh, this is a, oh, this is like a thing. All right, I'm sorry. I'm kind of reading this as we go here. Oh, so this is a thing that people do. Yeah, this other guy in 1963 pushed a peanut. It took him eight days. It was it was a record at the time. Yeah. Okay. So apparently, peanut pushing is like a thing wherever this happened. Really? That is just silly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just getting. I, I, they will make a competition or a. A record, they will, oh, they'll set a record out of anything today. You know what I mean? Like it almost gets, it almost gets to the point where like, yeah, like why is this a record? Like why? Because enough people are doing it, I guess. Right? Like Okay, so if you like, let's say you went to wherever this was, Colorado or whatever it was. Yeah. You'd have to go there and be ready to push a peanut with your face up the side of a mountain, like 12 miles, dude. Imagine doing it across your backyard. I don't even want to do it across my backyard, right? So I'm saying, like, it is a it is a ridiculous feat that has like that has no meaning, no purpose, no reward, other than saying that you pushed a peanut up a mountain with your nose. It is dumb. <laughs> so, and I can't what I can't figure out too is it it is it a mountain a mountainous in it can't be like a mountainous incline that you literally have to climb because that would just be impossible. It oh, has no. to be some. It was. It said like fourteen, like a fourteen thousand foot. I don't know if that was like the the peak of it. That seems pretty high, but yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know. It, but it, the terrain it, has to be crossable, right? It was if the terrain a, isn't crossable. How does this work? It was a path, like the path, like winded okay. or wound, wound, winded. Okay. Uh, up the side. Well, of this, I think you're correct. Wound. Yeah. yeah. Up the side of this mountain, and he just had to follow this path. I again, like I'm trying to envision him doing this. What if you were like, what if you were hiking that path at the same time? You just happen to be like, come up on him. Is <laughs> he dude just just nosing a peanut? Of course, somebody yeah. somebody would have to be there also to witness him do this, like for right. Uh, you know, the got records. a crew, right? Oh, just no way, dude. So so stupid. Isn't there better things to do in your life than that? <laughs> Certainly, there is, right? <laughs> oh just, man, he got nothing else going on. He was 53. He wasn't like at retirement age by any means yet. I don't know. Imagine like telling it, your wife that. What if he's married? 
it's just it, it to me right i i guess to me it, it, i guess i mean whatever right like good for good for this person in doing something that they wanted to do it's just not something that i would want to spend my time doing exactly like if you went to your wife and you're like hey uh i'm doing this thing in colorado oh 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 really so oh what are you doing uh well i'm going to the mountains oh great great are we all going oh no no just me i'm trying to break a new record uh up the mountain honey like, are you are you guys climbing it no no i'm going to i'm going to push a peanut up the side of the mountain with my nose you have to take the kids to school. <laughs> you need to check yourself into like some sort of like uh, like psych yeah. ward because you have gone yeah. insane. Yeah, because <laughs> that would be the reaction. She'd be like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, you're not. You're not pushing a peanut up a mountain with your nose. Oh, man. That would be you, so, so dumb. You, you have things to do tomorrow. That's <laughs> so bad your back would hurt. Yeah, because I guess you are you are right down in there. It's a peanut. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, all right, man, we have gone well over an hour. We need to check out this episode. All right, well, on that, I guess on that note. Yeah, on that note, uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in and checking us out again, and we'll see you on the next one. See you next time. <laughs>